What's up? You're listening to the Prayer Plug Podcast with your host, Jamika Carter, the Chief Encouragement Officer of Prayer Plug. Over here, you can expect to get prayed up and plugged in because we stand firm on getting lit for the Lord. For more encouragement, for more content, for more videos, for more prayers, download the Prayer Plug mobile app available in every app store. Now let's get plugged in. I know we all have things going on, so I had to make sure I made 31 days of prayer, getting lit for the Lord, available to all of our plugged in family. Y'all, this is originally recorded on this new audio app called Clubhouse. So any of the terminology or the transitions is all due to the fact that I'm recording this while I'm having a live conversation with a good gang of our prayer warriors in the prayer plug family. So listen in, get prayed up. If you have your pocket prayers, you can follow along with this. And if you don't have your pocket prayers, Run over to prayerplug.com and get yours. We have a digital version available and we have the physical product that you can get. There's a promo code on the mobile app and there's also a praise plan for this lituation that you can download from the Prayer Plug mobile app. Simply go to the mobile app Prayer Plug on your phone or download it at any app store and you can just tap into the app, click on Prayer Room, and you'll see the button to download your lituation praise plan. Now let's get plugged in. Today's word though, <laughs> today's scripture. Can we get into it? Let's go. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. And it reads, be devoted to one another in love. Honor another above yourselves. Child, God gonna make sure we out here to serve. Let's get into this word again. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. And a third time, because uh, above, ooh, that part of Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. That is the Lord's word for the Lord people. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's just break this down real quick because I know a lot of times we hear devotion, devoted. You know, we think about our daily devotional. You know, we like, let, let me do my 10 minute activity so God know he was at the start of my day. <laughs> you know, we love a daily devotional. And to be devoted means, you know, to give your all. It means support to pour in. It means to be committed, loyal, you know, it's, and it's loyalty rooted in love. That's something I learned when I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's so good. Cause our daily devotional was about, you know, when we think about it, just big picture it's that time we're spending with God, because we want God to be the start of our day. We want to invest in that time daily. And so when we read the scripture and it's saying, be devoted to one another in love, well, devoted means to be very loving in my loyalty, but then he repeats the word love again in that first sentence. So God is not playing about us doing and being and acting out of love. And so in this devotion that God has us to have with one another, it's truly challenging because most of the people we've been called to love are the people that try to irk us the most. Hello, family. 
<laughs> Hello. Sometimes your spouse going in different seasons. And a lot of times your kids, you know, they're cute. They're cuddly. Oh, they look like us. But God, you use them. But God is reminding us through his word that we are to be devoted to one another in love, not devoted in guilt, not devoted in shame, not 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 even de like devoted out of responsibility but devoted to one another in love. So God wants love just saturating, overflowing, being in abundance, making it known in every way in which way we work, that love is at the core of what we do. And honestly, sometimes when things aren't going your way, it's hard to act out of love. I would not sit up here and act like it's always easy to be kind and gentle. Y'all know we've been going hard with the fruit of the spirit through our 20 days, our last 20 days. You know, being kind, gentle, oh Lord, faithful, patient with the people we love. But God is telling us to be devoted, to be loyal. Many times in marriage, which will for many of us be that relationship that challenges our devotion, God will use our spouse to really show proof of where we're selfish. <laughs> and I don't even think that he only uses a spouse. Like he uses anybody you truly love to make known in areas that you're selfish. He uses love and relationship to make known in areas where you idolize things that are not rooted in him. That's another thing that's been really powerful throughout 31 days of again, lit for, lit for the Lord is first and foremost, the fruit of the spirit. But another one that God is constantly just speaking to me and I pray is blessing you all is what we've been idolizing and what we've been looking to as our source. Because many of us have allowed worldly activities and things, and not even to say all of them are bad. They're not all bad. You know, going to YouTube for inspiration from a scripture or a sermon or above the inspiration in the YouTube channel, that's not a bad thing. But seeing it as your source is the issue when we really just bring this all home. And so when we are diving into this word, y'all, be devoted to one another in love. Love conquers all things. And I and I believe as I read this, this is why God chose to you. God led Paul to say devotion and to say love in the same sentence, knowing it basically means the same thing. But he is reiterating the need for love because out of love, you are able to truly operate in a way that's pleasing to God. And we're not talking about love that's rooted in manipulation. We're not talking about love that's all about self-gain. We're talking about love that serves somebody else. To be generous in your giving, to be grateful in the opportunity that you have to serve someone else. And to truly, above all, know that what you do is a reflection of being a representative of God and his kingdom. Let's get into it. And the second part of Romans 12, verse 10 says, Honor one another above yourself. Whew, you, you know, when it comes down to honoring somebody else, usually we only say your honor when we in court. We like, please, please, oh Lord, don't put me on trial, Father God. But honor is due to anybody that God is telling you to one, to submit to. Hello, submission is real 
and it, and it doesn't mean that you're less than. I know that feminism is this big thing, and I'm not knocking it. I am all here for women empowerment. But I don't know about y'all, but I'm cool with the men being on the front line. <laughs> hey, if that's who God chose to cover and to serve and to be on the front when we at war, I'll gladly take my position and submission, Jesus. Not to say I ain't about that life. I won't throw them hands, okay? But I will say that sitting pretty with these heels on and these nails done and these edges laid is more fitting for your girl. And so when it comes to honor, ladies and gentlemen, God wants us to honor those we are to submit to, those that have authority. So if you're not the owner of the company, then that means that you are to serve under those that are the leaders that have the, the, the authority. If you are a wife and you have a husband, that means you are to serve under his leadership. If you are a student and you have a teacher, you are to serve under their leadership. And yes, there, there will be times where leaders and those that have been given the authority in whatever situation or season, they may and will because their people do things that you're just not okay with or do things that go against you. And that's not to say that you sin because somebody else is doing something that's out of pocket, but it is to say with certain people's demeanor or their delivery, that's not always evil, but it's just not in such a way that is pleasing or satisfactory to how you like to operate or to what's enjoyable to you. God wants you to let love be your first response to those situations. So those elders that are in your family, those people that you work with that, you know, they may struggle with racism or ageism or sexism. We're not justifying their behavior, but we have a responsibility as representatives of Jesus Christ to choose love. I truly believe you can love the hell out of people. Okay. <laughs> I know I know we use that phrase in a different context, but I believe that we can love somebody and be so kind and generous and patient with somebody else that it truly will drive out the devil that tries to work and scheme through people and situations to attack you and to bring you down. We can love it out of them because God word, God's word tells us that love conquers all. That's rooted in God's word. He tells us that love conquers all. Again, God tells us that love conquers all. And so when we are being devoted to one another in love, when we are honoring one another above ourselves, that is God's way of using us as his hands, his feet, and his words on the earth to move through his children. And we know that he wants us to love and that love will win because Romans 8.37 mentions it. First Corinthians chapter 13, he goes into what love is on that one. First Peter chapter four, verse eight. And Matthew 22, verse 36 to 40, all these, all these references have love being what beats out darkness, evil, the enemy. Love is what conquers all things. And so even when it's hard to love, guess what? You don't have to do it in your own spirit. You don't have to do it in your own strength. You can call on God who is your father. And yes, the Holy Spirit works through you. But we need God to activate the Holy Spirit in order for it to be at work in us. And so at times we're just like, I cannot make sense of this situation. I really want to call us all to stop running from things that we're uncomfortable, we're uncomfortable with. 
and ask God, do you have me to activate what I know you have given me and what you prepared me for to overcome this darkness in this situation? Y'all, we are warriors in his kingdom. And yes, there are times and situations where we do need to flee. Come on now. We definitely are to flee from sin. Scripture tells us to do that. But there are times when sometimes I said times or sometimes, but there are opportunities where God wants to use us to show the victory, the strength, the power that he worketh through you and I, and we choose to flight instead of fight. But you are a warrior in the kingdom of God that guess what? It's a fixed fight and we already won. That's another song that's on the live for the Lord playlist. <laughs> that y'all go. It is a fixed fight and we already won. Pray for discernment to know, God, have you called me and equipped me to do this? Is it my time to just sit back because you tell me in Exodus to be still and the Lord your God will fight for you? Or is this the, or is this the time that you call Gideon to go to war? Please know there are times to sit and be still, but there are times to go. Damn, okay, go in, claim the victory that is already yours. It is going to require you to put work to that faith. It takes faith to love certain people. It takes faith to be faced with situations and honor certain people. And this is real petty, the example I'm about to share, but this is the only thing that the Lord is telling me to share in this moment. But my husband and I are both entrepreneurs. And any opportunity that we have outside, because we're not jeopardizing our sleep, we both agree on that part. Unless God wake you up to pray, you don't need to be up at three, four in the morning doing nothing that's work related you need to be your best self and your mind needs to be right so you know you be ready to love me when i'm up and take care of the kids but what i'm getting to is that as two entrepreneurs y'all can only imagine how much our minds can get anxious about having free time to work on things that have deadlines or to work on assignments that we believe will be another vessel of, of providing money for our household and there are times where i have my mind set on doing something. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. I know I want to get these partnerships with funeral homes and hospitals. I'm about to type up this letter and I'm, I'm, about, and I'm about to make these phone calls. But y'all, I will literally get ready to do work and one of the kids will be asleep and God will say to me so clear, go ask your husband if he need a moment. Don't don't ask him what he want to do with his moment. Just say, babe, do you need a moment? I'm like, I got, I, got, I got the kids. And I had to make a decision to be so devoted to my husband. And yes, again, this is a very practical, like not a life or death example. I'm just telling you how in simple things, God wants us to just be devoted out of love and to honor our spouses and whoever we are to work with, whether it be friends, family, or children. God wants us to honor one another above ourselves. And I tell y'all, anytime I obey God and I say, you know what? I know I have my mind churning for this. This is an awesome opportunity in my mind to do what I want to do for myself. I know one God told me to ask Malcolm, but I also know number two, he tells me in Romans 12, 10 that I'm to honor others above myself. And in that, I know God will make things work out for my good. Whatever miracle he got attached to that, I'm open to. Honestly, I'm asking, he just had him call me. <laughs> But in all that that is to say is that it is so, it is just so honorable and it is so admirable when we make a decision to allow love and devotion to be at the core of what we do. So for anybody that's in here right now and you've been like wrestling with just the, the just your attitude towards certain people, 
specifically people today if you've been wrestling with your attitude and just like your lack thereof of interest with people that you're connected to and it it is a relationship you desire to be better but you don't know how to go about it at this point it's just like i'm tired god like i feel like i've given my all i pray god gives you just a rejuvenation and a burst of just new love and devotion and honor to say, you know what? This is not about me. This is not about you. This is about my obedience and my re and my reverence for God. And reverence means a high, a high level of respect. It's like the highest level of respect ever. So it's like, God, I want reverence for you above the situation. At this point, it's above me. <laughs> y'all know they love that on social media. It's it's above me now. We get to that point, y'all, and it is so normal. Please stop thinking you have to carry this weight of perfection or I'm always happy and I'm always looking forward to serving others. And child, Jesus was washing people's feet back in the day. And y'all know they didn't have no shoes on walking through dirt and donkey. Mm, y'all know they was with the donkeys and y'all know how the horse and the donkeys do. They drop it and go. What? I can only imagine what them feet was looking like and smelling like. And Jesus going to get down there and wash them toes? Oh my goodness, he was all about devotion and honoring others above himself. Jesus, Lord, he is mighty. So today, right now, I just know God is calling us to make a decision to honor, to honor one another above ourselves. Maybe you work at a company or, or you or you serve at a church and the way they go about things, it may, it may be tacky, it may be ghetto, it may be outdated. But God is calling you to just honor how they do things, to not just want to step in and say, well, I got better ideas. We could do this that way. But give God the opportunity to give that invitation. Ooh, that's a word for me. because I Oh, y'all. Oh, I'm not going to say I love it, but I do tend to frequently. Let's be clear. Give my opinion a lot of times to my husband, to my friends, to a whole bunch of people. And I'm not I'm not always led by God to give my opinion. I'm just always churning my mind as always like just thinking of a new way and a new idea. So God, I received that conviction right now. <laughs> Ask for permission. Allow God to give you the invitation and just honor, 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 honor. Let love flow from how you listen. Let love flow flow from how you learn from others. Let love be the root of how you serve and you are devoted. And even for the parents, I know quarantine still is something else. School opening up, maybe, maybe, maybe sort of, kind of. But let your kids know that even though they do the most, they ask a lot of questions. They say no when you want them to say yes. They say yes when you want them to say no. You know, let them know in your response that you love them. Let them know and you're and not just because you tell them all day, but let them like feel the love just in your presence. And same for our parents, because we're older and we don't even like understand the the impact we have on our parents, even though they're our parents. It's like well, I'm the child, but like now we're adult children. <laughs> and so our response to our parents, the way we let them know that we see them and we hear them and they matter, it is important. And we need to always let our devotion to one another be rooted in love. And we need to just make sure we are honoring, just honoring one another. Anybody done something recently to just show appreciation to somebody? And, and, and maybe that's your thing. Like some people really have the gift. I know my sister Tanika and Malcolm too, and Ashley too. Those are definitely like a few people um, in my life that are so intentional and spot on like the words they share with me 
and Takira be spot on too. And Elena, when we pray, like, oh my goodness, like they are just spot on, like with their gifts, with their words. And I'm just like, I want that gift, God. <laughs> I be like, what you want? What you need? I'm 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 one of them people. <laughs> but um, anybody that's in here, did you just want to share? something that you naturally do or something that you've recently done to just show your appreciation for someone? Now let's get into this prayer. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Thank you so, so much for being a perfect example of what it means to honor and to be devoted and to live out of love and from love, Father God. Your love is the greatest love of all. The way that you being King of King, Lord of Lord, the Son of God came down here to this messy place and humbled yourself enough to be born in the trap, God. I mean, we talking about a manger, Jesus, like just the way you wrote your story is to let us know this is not about who lives in a palace. This is not about who wears the finest clothes. You had on a robe and some Birkenstocks out here. Okay. You was just out here really being normal in the way you presented yourself. Yet you were royalty, not because of what the outside showed us, but because of what your behavior, what your words, what your actions and your relationship showed us, Lord God. I pray that in all we do, Father, we let it flow from love, Lord. I pray that all in what we do, Lord, we let it be rooted in honoring those you have us to serve and to submit to, and that we not make it about how they treat us or how they love others, but we simply make it about you. Please forgive us for holding back on the forgiveness, the generosity, and even the kindness because others may not have shown it to us. Forgive us for wanting to be tit for tat. Oh, they did that to me. I should do that back to them. But allow us to always have our minds so focused on you that we don't even let the petty boats float, Lord God, but that we allow you to move through our lives in order for us to represent you even when we're cringing through the kindness, God. For real, I will not sit here and act like we're not still a people that hurt and that have pain and that part of us that is flesh wants to have revenge on others, Lord God. I pray you bind up that spirit and you truly help us to just respond and to react in a way that shows the fruit of the spirit and all that we do and all that we say. And I ask that those that have been placed in authority, that you change their heart, Lord God. And if you have us to be a witness, we want to see it. <laughs> but if it's not our business, we're going to stay in a child's place because you are our father, because you know all that needs to be done. And because you have already promised us that by us choosing love, you are pleased. And our greatest desire, our greatest desire, Lord God, is to please you, Father, in all that we do and all that we are and all you call us to be. In the mighty, unmatched, undefeated name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. We didn't got prayed up. We didn't got plugged in. First of all, we just got lit for the Lord. Anybody else just feeling brand, brand new right now? Okay. Getting lit, getting turned, getting everything in between. God has so much for you. All he asks you to do is give him some faith and some excitement, okay, to see it through. So I just pray that this touched you, this bless you, this has got you in a whole new 
focus on who you are and what God is calling you to do. You can get more of the Lit for the Lord prayers on the podcast and the mobile app. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with somebody else that need to get Lit for the Lord. And let's keep it up, y'all. We've been doing this, staying disciplined, staying hungry, and staying at the Lord's feet. Hey, reach out, send your prayer requests, send your praise reports, and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and through the mobile app. We love you over here, y'all. Stay plugged in.